0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today we're in part three in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. Like There's an interesting kind of contrast between faith and, and control. We all want to be in control. There's so much that we don't control and that tension. That's really one of the main tensions of life, I think, you know, um, we spend so much energy trying to control things and that may be part of Jesus invitation as well because in coming near to him and coming near to the God man, you know, and coming near to him, following him, however you want to say it, you know, takes faith, takes a sense of putting the control down and trusting somebody other than ourselves. And I don't think it's fatalistic. I don't think it means that we don't continue to try to improve or to try to make the world a better place or something like that. But I think that there is something powerful about intentionally acknowledging and putting, putting our, our need for control down and, um, It's almost it's like the paradoxes of the Bible. Uh, You know, not the Bible doesn't say this, but it reminds me of this something the Bible might say. But it's almost like the only way you get control is to put control down, Um, because in our effort to be in control, we often feel so out of control. So it's really interesting how those things interplay as well. And I think what causes us to have probably poor mental health which goes back to what you said to pre- to be preoccupied with that which i have no control over is a fool's errand but like when we think about our conversations like that you've had with maybe the people you're around that i've had with the people i'm around It is pretty alarming to think about how much of people's stress is and does revolve around the things with which they do not control. It's kind of, it
1: seems like it's either a, if I am only going to focus on the things that are outside of my control, it's almost easier. It's like this easy choice to make that makes me miserable. Like I'm choosing to be miserable by focusing on the things that I can't control is a really good question that uh, I've heard you ask a lot is like, what do you like if someone expresses a lot of emotion or they're frustrated or anxious or afraid, and it's, what do you want to do about it? I don't know. Well, I, you're putting a lot of energy into feeling really poorly about this situation. What do you want to do about it? So that's putting it again. It's identifying what is it that you're in control of and then doing something about those things. And it's a choice. It is a choice. We can choose to focus and put all of our energy towards things that we can't do anything about, that cause us a lot of tension, anxiety, anger, frustration, or we could put it towards something that actually has an impact because it's not like this uh, idea of realizing that there's very little within our control doesn't mean we're powerless. We're actually incredibly powerful if we choose to do the things that only we can do. That's when impact starts happening. That's when you start changing, is doing the stuff that only you can do.
0: Well, and that's that's why I asked that question, because I, I ask myself that question often. And it's a good smelling salts, if you will. It wakes me up. Um, because if if my answer to myself is, well, there's nothing I can do about it, or there's nothing I want to do about it, then I try to I try to muster up the willpower and the and the initiative, if you will, to move on to something else. Because that's why I ask that question to people, because If you're not, I'm trying to wake myself up and others up to their own agency. Like if if you aren't going to do something about the thing that you're stressed about, then you really are causing yourself suffering. Like it would be better to focus your attention on something that you actually can and want to do something about. Where I have to be careful is sometimes I think that comes off as very uh, uncompassionate <laughs> be- because, you know, sometimes people are really stressed about folks in their lives that are sick and there's not much we can do about sickness. So sometimes we do just have to listen to people, but but that's grief. That may not be the best exercise to use when someone is in grief um But it is, I think, a helpful exercise to use when people are just kind of in a general state of frustration, typically over the world. It's amazing at how many conversations I find myself around where people are complaining about some sort of politician or... The government is easy to pick on right now, <laughs> um, so on and so forth. And, you know, you just asked that question, like, what, what do you want to do about it? And if there's nothing you want to do about it, you're just inviting a lot of negative energy into your world in that moment. And I don't know about you, but I could do I, I could I would be grateful for a lot less negative energy in my world.
1: Yes, that would be great. I would love that.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four of our conversation. We'll see you then.